0: He was the first non-Japanese person to be appointed as the company CEO. He is also one of the most highly placed executives to reveal the truth on misdeeds of the company. For that, he was fired after serving only two weeks as the company's CEO. The person I'm referring to is none other than Michael Woodford, a former CEO of Olympus Corporation, a Japan-based manufacturer of optical products. Hello, my name is Tony Tan and I'm with CFA Institute. Welcome to this session, Michael. Hello, Tony. And congratulations for winning the Financial Times Arsalaam Mittal Boldest Person Business Person of the Year Award. Um, I'd like to start by asking you questions really related to, to, to what made you what you are today. And I want to start with, the, as I was reading your book, mm. the one thing that struck me was on the, the intermission part, when you talked about the two incidents that shaped mm. your moral standards, and I, re- I, I refer to it. Mm. The first was when you were about nine, Mm. when you stole a packet of Wrigley double mint chewing gum from Woolworth. And the other when you were about 10 or 11, Mm -hmm. when you stole a 50-pence piece from your mum's purse. Mm. And I I, I like this phrase, you said you felt so wretched, so that must be something really internal inside you. Mm. What do you think caused you to feel that way?
1: Yeah, it's funny in this world where we talk about transparency and corporate governance and risk management, um, these, these are just labels, basically I think um, it comes down to an issue of understanding what's right and what's wrong, it's simple as that. Sure. And uh, As a child, um, you, you refer to the, those two events and uh, I remember getting home with the, the chewing gum, you can see the green packet now. Um, what was more scary was going back and dropping the chewing gum bag. Okay. Because I, 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 just, I knew I had done wrong, I never opened it. But when I went back to the store the next day, I felt incredibly suspicious. This was before the days of CCTV. Okay. <laughs> but uh, when I, I love chocolate, I still do. And um, I remember Caramac was my favorite at the time. And uh, I stole the 50 pence from my mother's purse. It was full of coins, I thought she would never notice. And uh, my mother was very strict and uh, had quite a temper. And when I heard her call my name and tell me that she'd seen that I'd stolen some money from her purse, I thought I was going to be, you know, in really big hot water. But she simply said to me, "Michael, you know if you steal from your own family, you know who who can we trust? Right. Do you not understand, you know, about cheating yourself as much as anyone?" And that's all she said, but it made me realize, I suppose, as a child that you know, we can get away with a lot of things in life, but you can't cheat yourself.
0: Right. And do you think that most people, as they grow up, lose this sense of conscious?
1: I don't know, I, I think the powerful people, you know, I, I think a lot of people on the street, the man and woman on the street, a lot of people are decent, you know, they they find a purse on the train, they 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 take it to the lost property office. Um, I think in the in the world of big business, I think, people get confused about the company being their company um, where it's owned by shareholders and others and ironically you know where you should expect more honesty more integrity people who have a lot and highly paid jobs um, I I think their moral compass and bearing gets lost somewhere in the process okay
0: Um, I want to go to the to 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 the person who actually gave the documents Mm -hmm. to Factor and um, It's stated here that my understanding is that the Japanese culture, conformance is an important attribute for the cohesiveness of their society. (coughs) Um, So for the original whistleblower to pass the report to FACTA, which I think was the the one who published it, was really very un-Japanese-like. You've met him or her in person, what do you think made that person do it? Yeah, um,
1: this person is intelligent, I have met them. Um, I'll never forget that meeting, the thing they wanted to say to me was sorry. I I don't know why they wanted to say that, but because they thought if I had become the president, I was president for six months before becoming the CEO for those final two weeks, that I must be one of them. And that person's married partner still doesn't know that they had gone to factor. But they, uh, they don't think it's good for Japan. Um, to say it's, it's, it's good for the cohesiveness of Japan that you deny wrong bad things and that's the hero of this story not me I've got a lot of prizes you've mentioned just one uh, I feel a, a fraud in that way because I was the president I had a British passport the world's media would listen to me right. that person uh, was not senior in the organization they were Japanese and risked everything but cared
0: about the truth that was quite an important part of it. They cared about the truth.
1: And, and, and went to factor, factor published, which in some senses shows there is a free press in Japan, the shocking thing is the mainline media, no one reported the story. That's the way it works in Japan. The media is self-censoring. Right. No one reported the story. You do not attack a Nikkei-listed giant. Uh, forget how substantiated the allegations are. Forget about right and wrong. You don't do it. It's against the rules of the club, as I call it, which is a de- very depressing thing for Japan. Right.
0: Thank you. At CFA Institute, we believe that the key to restoring trust back into our industry is mm. good ethical behaviour. Mm. However, the talk is <laughs> a lot easier than a walk. Exactly. Um, you've taken that walk. And I want to ask you a couple of questions mm. related to that. What advice can you give to the viewers out there who may also feel a call to tell the truth Mm. and blow the whistle on companies' misdeeds.
1: Mm. I mean, forgive me, but my my view now of of, uh, uh, humanity, if you like, is very jaundiced. Um, What it told me was not the bad guys in Japan who were uh, uh, indicted and arrested and uh, went to court, um, but the people I'd worked with in America, in the UK, in Mm. Germany, colleagues I'd known for a long time who helped me expose the fraud. But the day I was fired, the way they moved away from me, and I became a persona non grata, was something which still haunts me, disturbs me now. Right. I'd known them for three decades. These people—they'd been in my home, they'd played with my children, I'd played with theirs. Uh, yet, you know, it was obvious. It wasn't—I was already the CEO and the president. It wasn't a power play. It was simply about exposing a two-billion-dollar fraud. But they ran with the pack, right. and uh, that tells me something. You know, the, the as you say. The the idealisms of how you bring back uh, trust and integrity to the financial markets and the financial uh, managers is not an easy one. You know, there's there's specific things you can look at, but uh, people, when they say, do you think governance is important, it starts in the boardroom. And if you just take the, the, the issue of remuneration, if you're Bill Gates, or Steve Jobs or Dyson, <clears throat> you create a business and create wealth, no one w- would resent what you, what you gain from that. But a lot of senior managers, CEOs, chief operating officers, they're employees as much as anyone else. And if they show just some moderation in, in the salaries, what people get very cynical of is you, know, you take thousands of multiples of the, 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 the base salary people, right see the greed in it. It's like Animal Farm, the George Orwell story, and until we learn that there are values which are greater than simply the amount of money you can accumulate, I think we have some problems with moral capitalism, ethical capitalism. I'm not left-wing at all, you know, I believe in the capitalist system, but when you see so many boards of directors, arguing, even resentful that they have to ask for the shareholder approval of their remuneration, uh, I think it shows how, long, how far we have to go. And there are some examples where people uh, are demonstrating uh, moderation, right. but uh, others are demonstrating rampant greed, and society that's not good for it. Okay.
0: This is uh, quite an important <coughs> part. You've taken the role as a whistleblower and you've been proved right. Mm. I was lucky, Tony. Okay. Mm. But I think what are the consequences of somebody actually taking that route mm. and are wrong or maybe right but proves wrong? Yeah. I mean,
1: uh, I put my wife in particularly through hell. You know, she nearly had a, a nervous breakdown. Um, and I was scared for my life, and I saw you know, I was being sued um, and people were suing me, the company was threatening to sue me as well, right. um, you, you enter a, a horrible dark place. Um, but if, if, if I was giving advice to anyone who was in a similar position, the, the problem for you is if you just turn the other way, you become complicit, you right. become part of the problem. And when my wife was begging me to stop, I was fighting publicly, I said, you know, for you and for the family, as much as for myself, you know, it's getting the truth out there. That that, that, that will protect us in the end. So it's not easy. It'd be silly to say that. But I, I think the world is changing. You, you, you talk about honesty and integrity. Um, you know, whistleblowers used to have a, a reputation yes. of being difficult, awkward, telltales, snitches, collaborators, whatever word you want to use. I think... Now I think that they are seen to be, you know, truth tellers, and and a lot of people welcome that. And I've been offered several other positions running large companies. I've chosen not to do that because I want to share the experiences of what I went through. If that can make a small difference in encouraging other people, because we can't look to organisations. The CFA, what it's trying to do is, is positive. But in the end, we all have to look to ourselves. You know, That's right. what what sort of place we want this
0: world to be. Albert Einstein once said, the world is a dangerous place to live. Not because of the people who are evil, but because of the people who don't do anything about it. You have made the world a less dangerous place to live because you've done something about it and at great personal risk. Thanks a lot Michael. Thank you for watching.